chatting with some ladies about pros and cons of conventions here on UJOCast. Hello and welcome back to UJOCast where we're talking anime, we're talking cosplay, we're talking cons, we're talking everything in between. And I am learning so much. And I want to introduce three lovely ladies on my podcast. I've been friends with one for a very long time. And these two others, I've met them, what? It's been two, three years ago now? Yeah, about two, three years Since now. I've been down here. So it's it's been, it's been lovely in Texas. But, you know, I got to show some love to my Ohio family. So uh, I would like to introduce Lisa. Hi there. Gabby. Hello. And Keisha. Hello, hello. So these are my guests today. And I must say, I'm so excited to have you guys on here. Finally <laughs> excited. Yay. To be here. Oh, I love it. I love um, learning and I've learned so much. So I'm so ready to just dive <laughs> into the con pros, cons, and, you know, everything in between because I've only been to one cons, you know, and I, I want to experience more of that, but learning from other people's experiences is so much more satisfying. It's so much more gratifying because you get to hear like the excitement and the fun that you guys have. And I want, I want to have that. I want to have that fun. Let's you experience that hype as well. I, I do. So the first person I want to introduce is Lisa. So, um, Lisa, you have the floor. Just introduce yourself a little bit. Well, hello there. Uh, my name's Lisa. I'm an avid anime convention goer and cosplayer. I go by the name Psycho Fizz on many different platforms. And that's pretty much me. <laughs> In a nutshell. <laughs> and then uh, Gabby, if you want to introduce yourself. Yeah. Hi, my name is Gabby. I go by Gabby Nya on uh, several platforms myself. Uh, I love anime, uh, I love rhythm games, and uh, oh I love uh, making videos on YouTube, too. That's my hobby. So uh, that's uh, me in a nutshell for now, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then last but certainly not least, Keisha. Hi, everyone. I'm Keisha. Um, I've been an avid cosplayer for about the better part of 15 years now. And wow. I'm into, you know, anime, music's my jam. Uh, but anything creative like art, sewing, all that stuff. And my my username on platforms is usually Misha Chan. Yes. We love Misha Chan. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wanted to introduce all of you because I met every single one of you playing Dance Dance Revolution. So, yes, that's correct. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, arrows for life. We can't help it, man. It calls to us. It's like the Pirates of the Caribbean, man. Oh, sure. Yeah. But I met Keisha when I was young. I mean, I was still a teenager back uh, in the day. Baby. Yeah, like 14, I believe. I, geez. Yeah, it's been so, so long. 20 years ago, man. Uh, 20 so, <laughs> so gross <laughs> I know it's been a long long time 20 damn years yeah we all 
but Lisa, I actually met through a, um, a DDR site, Facebook group. And I was just thinking to myself, I came down to Texas and I said, you know what? I want to play. I want to see if anyone down here plays. And I just searched it in the search engine. And I said, oh, then here's one. Here's here's a DDR group. And she's literally, boom, the first person. Oh, oh, play? Yeah, well, I'll end up with you. So um, I'm happy. DDR, I, say. Yes. <laughs> And then, of course, Gabby was her friend and we got introduced. Here we are. And we're all going to talk about the pros, cons and everything in between of conventions. But first, before we get started, like always, we're just going to, you know, get to know them a little bit better. You guys know me. You know my answers to these questions. They're not great, um, but they're they're getting there. I'm getting some stuff under my belt, as it were. So, Lisa, of course, I'm going to start with you because she's sitting right next to me. At what age did you get into anime? Um, well, anime has really always been a part of my life, you know. Um, but I think I have to say I got into anime when I was around. When did the Pokemon series come out? Oh, girl. <laughs> yeah. And she's younger than us by a few years. So I would yeah. say you were probably, what, five? Five or six when Pokemon came out. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> Five, you say and uh what about you gabby how old were you um well let's see i was maybe like in first grade ish okay uh, something like that um but i mean i didn't even know what that it was called anime until it, i was in high school so um i guess I was watching it like back when I was like five or six. And then I didn't even know that I was an anime fan until I was like 14. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So how about you, Keisha? So um, this is kind of a two-parter because I um, didn't know what anime was at the time of, let's see, I was maybe six or whatever. And we used to watch Speed Racer on MTV which I'm like, oh, wow. oh, yeah, this is a great cartoon and stuff. And it wasn't until um, I was eight um, that I realized, oh, this is anime. And I got more into it because my sister, she bought a couple of VHSs from Suncoast, like Tank oh, Police wow. and Ranma one half. Like Ranma is my very, very, very first. So yeah, pretty young. I've, um, I guess when I got into anime, I'd say. Oh, yeah. See, see, and that's the thing. Every single person that I've interviewed so far says around the same age mm -hmm. because Pokemon was big when we were kids, too. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, my boyfriend was just watching the uh, Pokemon movie. He had to find it because it's not available anywhere unless you like rent it. <laughs> so he really? had to stream it from. So yes. Yeah. It used to be on all the different streaming platforms, but I guess they've since taken it off. Yeah. So, uh, Lisa, what what drew you into anime? Um, I think just because, like, you know, the mm, how do I want to put this without sounding negative? <laughs> um, at the time, you know, anime wasn't really big, especially like you know, kids my age. You know, a lot of kids didn't watch animes or Pokemon or anything like that. You know, I like to be in having something that was just for me, right? Something that I could call my own, and that you know, not too many people were popular with at that time, right? Right. And then you, Gabby, what about you? Um, the well, for me, 
the stories were really unique and uh, I mean I can dive more into it when I speak about my first animes that I watched <laughs> um, but yeah the stories were unique and I really like the art style like the you know the big anime eyes just were oh, yes. like really fun to watch and very expressive and um, that was something that I really liked about the the art of anime, like the animation style. And I used to just call it like Japan animation. Uh. I don't know what it was called back then. So right. my family knew it was from Japan because they would see like the kanji on there in the background. And they're like, there's Gabby watching Japan animation. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. I'm going to start calling it that. Japan animation girl. I'm gonna get my Japan animation out. Uh and what about you? What about you, Keisha? How how uh what drew you into it? Because I know um older siblings do play a part sometimes. Oh yeah, totally. Um actually my my um answer is kind of similar to to Gabby's because um I really like the animation very detailed, something that I don't really see in you know Western cartoons and whatnot. Plus the storylines, they are more detailed. Um, you know, the characters are more fleshed out and uh, there's kind of more consistency with the plot. Okay. And that was really something, you know, that impressed me because I was just like, I didn't know that cartoons can be like this because I, um, you know, uh, grew up with Looney Tunes and whatnot. So basically that's what got me into it. Cool, yeah. I would say the same thing. I mean, there was more depth I think us as uh, as children maybe understood a little bit more like, you know, the cartoons that we were watching, they're kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying it in like a negative light, but they're kind of like, duh, there's no like, real no like emotional yeah. connection with anything. You're kind of just like watching Ed, Ed, and Eddie act a fool. Um <laughs> And with things like Dragon Ball Z, you know, there was continuity in the stories. Like you could watch mm-hmm. one episode, you'd have to watch the next one. You'd have to wait. You know, you rush home mm-hmm. from school just to see the next one. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It was like the anticipation. Like, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lisa, what was the first anime you watched? I think I kind of answered this one a little bit already. You know, Pokemon. <laughs> right. Growing up, you know. Yeah. I loved Pokemon. And what about you, Gabby? Um, well, I believe it was, uh, I'm not sure which one exactly was the first one because there were a few that I would watch at my grandma's house in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they got anime like in a different time. So back then I was watching, um, the original Dragon Ball Knights of the Zodiac is what it was called or Saint Seiya is also what it's called and Sailor Moon. So those were airing in Mexico back in like 1995. And yeah, so (laughs) that's kind (laughs) of what I first started watching. And uh, yeah, so so back to the whole uh, storyline things like my family just found it fascinating that in Dragon Ball, a whole house could fit in a capsule. And (laughs) that was just so cool. And I would just like, oh, I wish that was real. Right, don't we all? I'd pretend I was like the Sailor Moon Sailor Scouts. So like me and my friends would just want to be the Sailor Scouts. Yeah, I I was going to say a lot of people can relate to that. Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) Absolutely. But see, for me, like all the other girls were playing like, oh, I'm Sailor Moon. Or, you know, like they're playing female characters. Like I miss you. Me, I was Vegeta. (laughs) (laughs) 
She don't give a damn. Lisa don't give a damn. <laughs> I was the principal <laughs> sayings, okay. <laughs> and you, Keisha, so uh, what was the first anime that you watched? So I touched on this a little bit earlier, uh, mentioning how, you know, so a speed racer didn't know it was yes. anime. Right. But my first time that I knew it was anime was Rama One Half. That was my very, very first anime. Now, the okay. thing is, uh, when we used to watch it, my mom would come in at the most awkward times because there's a lot of nudity in it. So when she oh, would come, yeah. it's like, oh, boobies. I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I swear this is not, you know, it's not hentai or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's what they all say. <laughs> so, so Lisa, what is the first anime series you finished? The first anime series I actually finished and watched all the way through was Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay. And uh, you, Gabby? Um, let's see, because I didn't really know it was anime until I was like 14. And so after that, I actually started getting into series. And the first one that I can recall that I did finish was called uh, Full Moon Will Sagashite. And that's 52 episodes. And I watched it all through fan subs um yeah if anyone remember fan subs oh yeah i don't i'm new to this i have no idea she knows and you know and (laughs) i have no idea but i would like to know yeah it was basically like someone in japan like ripped it off of the tv and subtitled it and And then uploaded it to the internet so yeah it was like before like there was like legal anime widely available (laughs) <laughs> oh right you really had to get it yeah yeah, yeah. basically yeah Woof. that's intense <laughs> I didn't have to go to the depths of the internet to find anime because I'm I'm fairly new to this um so Keisha what about you what's your uh series first uh that would be uh Ronin Warriors which is also known as Samurai Troopers like uh, that used to come on at 7 a.m. in the morning so my mom would have to record it you know we go to school then come back home and watch it and wow. um let's see that was about maybe 30 or 40 episodes but yeah um that was the first time uh, that I got to saw- watch something from start to finish okay nice I have no nice. idea I have no idea what that is I have no idea the one that Gabby said <laughs> I'm so novice but that's okay because I'm getting there I'm getting there um <clears throat> Lisa, do you, re- do you remember your first cosplay? I do very clearly remember my first cosplay. I was 16 years old and I cosplayed Sailor Moon. Oh, well, see. Sailor oh, nice. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Gabby? First time, let's see. Well, the first time I went to a con, um, I didn't really cosplay, but I did wear a like J fashion type of thing. I wore Lolita, which was oh, handmade because wow. uh, back then it was not that easy to find uh, Lolita stuff just widely available. So it oh, was handmade Lolita. But the first actual character that I cosplayed was, I think, my second Akon, and it was Haruhi Suzumiya from The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Oh my god, I love that anime. <laughs> and then you, Keisha, what what is what was your first? So my first cosplay uh, wasn't actually from an anime, but it was from DDR, and it was hey. Alice. So it was Alice from nice. Fifth Mix, the one with the blue hair. The blue yeah. hair. Yes. 
yeah because i remember seeing her like oh my gosh she's so cool i need to do a you know a costume of her and whatnot and so i decided to put that together which wasn't easy because yeah it was not easy finding you know blue wigs and all that jazz so i had to go to party city or (laughs) to get this ratty ratty blue wig and i'm just like yeah this will (laughs) do i even have pictures of this (laughs) You got to document everything. You know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. Um, so I'm curious to know, um, Lisa, why did you pick that character? At the time, I was really into Sailor Moon. And, you know, a lot of my friends were watching the anime through at the time. And I, I was like, you know what? It'd be really cool to cosplay Sailor Moon. And I did. Uh-huh. Oh, so. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, and I did. Short sweet <laughs> to the point. <laughs> and you, Gabby? Um, so. I really like the personality of Haruhi Suzumiya. She's like really out there. She's not shy to really say what she wants. And I thought that was pretty cool. And kind of uh, at the time, I was very much like her. So I was like, you know, she fits like my personality. I like her and I like the show. And it was one of the first shows that I saw like with a group of friends. So like all my friends knew who it was. And oh, uh, yeah, I remember ordering the cosplay off of eBay because that was basically oh, wow. the only place to get things uh, unless you like handmade them. So yeah. <laughs> eBay. I can't believe it's still going, but I remember getting uh, uh, Namco tokens from eBay. <laughs> Man, there's a throwback. Uh, yeah. Me oh, and my yeah. brother used to pool our allowance and get tokens from ebay <laughs> and then you keisha uh what about you so the reason i picked her is because after um, i found out found out her personality and whatnot she is very shy she's very you know kind of has this kind of mystery or whatever about her and i kind of related to that because i am a very shy person now that's gotten better you know throughout time but at the time like I was just like, no, I can't talk to anybody. I'm too nervous. I'm too anxious. So uh, when I saw that she had the same traits as me, I was just like, oh, this is great. And plus, I really like the way she looked uh, with her blue hair, the green and orange top, the baggy, baggy. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. What was those pants? Uh, uh, the the parachute pants. pants. Dyke and Kai pants. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Dyke and oh, yeah. Kai pants. <laughs> oh. yeah but uh, because of all of that I decided yeah I really need to represent this character because it's kind of a, um, an extension of myself Ah, I love yeah. that see that's what I need to do I'm gonna scrap that Kagome nonsense I ain't like her I'm gonna do something <laughs> I'm gonna do like terrible tornado that's more my style I there should probably do, do something like that or hellish blizzard um so Lisa Rough estimate. How many cosplays do you think you've done oh over boy. the years? Over the years? Yeah. Oh, I'd say I've done between 30 and 35 costumes over the years. Jesus. Whoa. Yeah. That's I what like I'm saying. Crap. Holy like crap. That. So some I haven't made, obviously. I mean, you know, I was young and, you know, just pick them up at a costume store type cosplay. But yeah, about 30 to 35. Jesus. Yeah. Can you top that? Can you top that, Gabby? No, she's shaking her head. No, <laughs> no but uh, I did count. I actually like went through like pictures and stuff and I went through my mind and I did count. Uh, I've had 
14 cosplays and I've done nine fashion styles that I've done at cons. I can actually oh. list them off right here. I've done Haruhi Suzumiya, Chun-Li, Froppy from My Hero Academia, Togepi, Hibiki Sakura oh, from How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, Jubilee from X-Men, uh, Momo from Peach Girl, Tina Belcher, Arale from Dr. Slump, Pinkie Pie, um, Genderbent Todoroki from uh, My Hero Academia, Chi from Chobits, an Alice in Wonderland Mad Hatter crossover, Hatsune Ooh. Miku, and then the J fashion I've done, I've done Sailor Fuku, Kigurumi, Maid, Kimonos, Lolita, Gangoro Girls, Cat Girls, and Bunny Girls. You go, Good Lord. <laughs> so can I so ask, we're having uh, a fashion show at the con. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're interested, but... <laughs> so Gabby, can I ask uh, what style of of Lolita do you do because I know I do gothic and classic I've done Ooh. sweet Lolita mostly um okay yeah like cute cutesy pink stuff yeah pretty bears <laughs> she's so opposite of you man it's like yin and yang kind of it's, yeah it's cool yeah. though I'd like to see a goth Lolita sometime I don't think I've ever seen anyone do goth Lolita that's oh. cool yeah that's yeah. Keisha's bread and butter right there Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So what about what about you, Keisha? Let's let's move on to you. Uh I've done around like 15 throughout the years. Okay. And um that's only because so like it would be more, but I haven't been to many cons uh through the years. Like maybe let's see. I started in 2000 and then I would go like maybe once a year. So it oh, would okay. be bigger than that, but you know, um the uh, the good estimates around 15. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, um, you know, cosplay costs a lot. Um, the, uh, my does. most expensive one was like maybe $200. Ooh. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. Cause I was just like, yeah, I can't keep spending this money. I have bills and food to buy. So I'm a, yes, uh, it definitely mm -hmm. adds up. Yep. It mm -hmm. does add up. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for all of you. Uh, Let's start with Keisha first. <clears throat> what was your favorite cosplay? Oh, my favorite. Favorite so, of all time. So that would definitely be uh, Lenora. She's from Pokemon Black and White. And I really like that cosplay because it was super simple and because um, very comfortable to wear. Like I didn't have to make any props. I didn't have to do any like extravagant, you know, decorative, whatever. And also, um, it's one of those cosplays uh, where you're like, hmm, what should I do for Sunday? Okay, I'll bring Lenore because, you know, that's very, very, very low maintenance. <laughs> and I've done nice. her like about maybe 10 times. No, five times. Yeah. That comfortable fit. You got to have you got to have one. I go to mm -hmm. festivals a lot and it's the same thing. Like I always pack a onesie. Like, yeah. My Akatsuki robes literally right behind me. I wore it like two days in a row. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, because it's just so comfortable. Why not? Exactly. You know, you wear, wear anything. Mm -hmm. um, so now we're going to go to Gabby. <laughs> All right. So my favorite cosplay has probably been um, Chun-Li because um, I think everybody recognizes her. And it's really she's thick. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh I mean it, everybody recognizes her so it's really easy for people to like talk to me and it's easy to like make friends when you're Chun-Li it's like oh hey Chun-Li 
And then there's a right. lot of other Street Fighter like cosplayers that you know you can just kind of like hang out with and they'll just accept you because you're just Chun-Li and you're like, hey, Chun-Li's over here. Hey, everyone. And <laughs> I, I really like her high top shoes because I wear, you know how she has those big white boots, right? Yeah. So I know a lot of girls tend to wear uncomfortable, big white like heels, but I actually wear big, long, high top Converse shoes. <gasps> oh my God, I remember <laughs> Yeah, so I it's actually- it. It's way more comfortable than like high heels. And I think they look really cool. And I just, you know, I think it's comfort and it looks cool. And the little buns on the head are just adorable. I just really (laughs) like that outfit. (laughs) (laughs) And then last but certainly not least, Lisa. (laughs) Well, if we're going to talk favorite cosplay, I have to say, ooh, probably my dark magician girl, just because she was my first major build you know from scratch right make my own pattern build right and you know I felt sexy wearing it too you know I felt good about myself and you know you walk into a con as dark magician girl you know you're a celebrity everyone's running up to you like (laughs) oh can I take your picture you look so good you know just made me feel really good about myself and it was it was a fun build yeah I love the picture too. I think that was your picture on your Instagram when I first met you. It was it was yeah I think I, I saw you at Akon wearing that. You were at Akon wearing that, right? Yep, I wore that yeah. one to Akon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that one. So, Keisha, what was your least favorite? Oh, God. It's, um, have you guys ever seen Ponyo? Yes, I love Ponyo. So, I have not. So, pa- yeah. So, Ponyo's mom, uh, Grandmamir. I love that cosplay, but I hated it because of how long it took to make. And plus, it was made of satin, so I had to be very careful not to snag oh. anything. Yeah, yeah, that was such a horrible time. And then I remember I had to basically hand stitch the uh, the neckline because if I tried to put that in a sewing machine, uh, like it would have ate it up, and I would start all over again. <laughs> so, yeah, I. I just did not like that at all. So it's like, yes, it was a good cosplay, but the construction of it was just a nightmare. Yeah, um, it sounds like it. Satin's really, really hard to work with unless you mm-hmm. have like a what needle, you know, a ballpoint needle and everything. So it doesn't yeah. snag the fabric, too. It's a whole it's a whole mess. Um, mm-hmm. Gabby. Um, I actually don't have a least favorite because I either I order my costumes or they're easily like made through picking things up at the thrift store (laughs) and like uh, the the hardest thing I've ever made was like a prop which was uh I think either the big old bracelets that Chun-Li make like wears on her wrists or wristlets or um this headset thing uh goggles that uh Froppy wears from My Hero Academia um but uh, even even then they were just made with foam board um but other than making props i don't really like think anything else was too difficult so i kind of liked all of the outfits I did. <laughs> nothing was too hard good answer good answer <laughs> so lisa i know you have a least favorite i know you do i have two least favorites actually <laughs> uh-oh um, oh no my number one least favorite is probably my mega man cosplay just because it was a pain to build and it just was doomed from the beginning. I had a motorcycle helmet that I pulled the padding out of to make the helmet for out of it. 
and it was not a good time. No. No, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> and then my second least favorite is probably my Leon from Pokemon Sword and Shield. Okay. The cape alone took me, I think, 13 weeks to make. Oh, hell no. diamond patchwork, and I had to sew together all the little diamonds individually. And it was really heavy to wear. It was like a 10-pound cape. Oof. So, yeah, that was not fun. Yeah, but you lost some weight. Oh, oh yeah. When you're carrying something that heavy around for that long, walking a con floor, you definitely uh, you start to sweat a little bit. A little bit. Just, <laughs> just a, a little sauna suit. No big deal. With the fur trim. Oh yeah, it was hot. Roasting in that thing. Yeah. Um. So now I'm gonna go to Gabby. We're gonna switch it up once again. Do you remember your first con? Yeah, it was uh, Acon in 2008. Uh, I think that was Acon 19. And it was at the Sheraton in downtown Dallas. So, yeah, that was uh, a while back ago. I actually, um, I think, do you do you want me to go into my experience now or do you want me to go into it in a moment? In a moment will be good. Okay, yeah. So um, I'll, I'll let you know about my experience here in a moment. But Acon 2008. <laughs> okay. And now, Keisha, what about yours? What's your What was your first? My first con was Ohio Con back in like 2005. Um wow. Yeah, it's been a while. It's oh god, it's been so <laughs> long. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite uh, my very first con and I just remember getting there and uh kind of feeling like home like oh my god. Um, I'm with I'm like I'm with my people, my peeps, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel that way, Gabby? Uh yeah, it felt um it was it was a new experience for me, so um, yeah, I'll, I'll get into it in a moment. <laughs> yeah, uh-oh. It's, it was that kind of experience, huh? So, Lisa, what about you? What was your first con? Um, my first con, I don't really remember exactly which one it was, but I know it was Ohio Con. I don't remember which year it was, but I do know it was Ohio Con. What was it like for you as a first-time con-goer? Um, as a first-time con-goer, I think my first experience was more overwhelming than anything just because you know it was a new environment I'd always been you know one of the house cosplay type people you know I didn't right. really cosplay in public because I felt weird doing it you know but um I did See? enjoy it but I felt weird like I didn't feel like other people would accept it I guess but then you know once I got into the con scene more and you know saw that everyone else was doing it, it became more comfortable yeah and and I get that answer quite a bit. Like, it feels like family. It feels like I'm home. It feels like, you know, this is, I don't know what I was missing this whole time. I can't believe I waited so long to do this. It's just the same type of answer. Like when you first go into one, you're like, oh my God, this is so great. So how many cons have you attended? Keisha. Uh been about 15 but like it would be more but the thing is I've gone to uh, the same con like for multiple years so I really right. don't count that but I've been to 15 different cons and like you know um say I've been to Ohio I went to Dragon Con which was like amazing Ooh, um, Otakon Colossal Con Matsuri Con uh back in the day there was uh, one called Sugoi Con that was in Kentucky and Ooh. I can't remember the others, but those were, um, you know, some of the big ones that I remember um, being my favorites. Wow. Yeah, those are big cons, too. Oh, yeah. 
I just talked to somebody at work about going to Dragon Con. It was his first con. And oh, um really? he he loved it. He loved it. And he's been an anime fan for years, but I'm gonna have him on the podcast as well. So I'm actually shocked that you said Dragon Con. I was like, oh wow, I've heard yeah. of that. I've never been, but yeah. Oh yeah, um, it's it's so much fun. Yeah. Uh how about you, Lisa? Let's 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 go with you. Um how many cons have you been to? Specific number I could not tell you because I've been to so many different, you know, conventions, events. Yeah. Um, just like, you know, cosplay get togethers. But if I had to estimate, I'd say somewhere in the 40 range altogether. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's I got a bit. I got a lot of catching up to do. You do. And we'll get you there. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Yay. Arm cruncher. Great. Uh, <laughs> Gabby, what about you? How many have you gone to? I was just counting all my badges and it was oh, 32 badges from cons that have given out badges or that I've gotten a badge too. So if it was a con that had like a bracelet or something, then I, I don't have a badge for that or like a wristlet or what do they call them? Little armbands. Yeah. Um, but backtracking right quick, I was going to tell you a little bit about my experience at my very first con. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Let's um, hear it. I'm ready. I thought it was the coolest thing ever because... I went with a group of like 15 people and uh, this was my very, very first con. I didn't know what I was doing. There was a, a group in my hometown that was all like, hey, guys, we're all going to Acon. And I just gotten out of high school and I'm just like, oh, I have a part time job. I have money now. So let, let's <laughs> I'll join this group and I'll go. Right. So we're all in this car, multiple cars going to Acon. And we actually got a suite. And the the suite had a wet floor. And so they upgraded us to an even nicer suite. So there's Yay. 15 of us all in this really, really nice suite. And it was the first time I'd ever stayed in such a nice hotel. And it was really awesome. Um, so, I mean, you know, fresh out of high school and staying in a really nice hotel. Because, I mean, these these cons, they like the big cons are in really nice hotels usually. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, so I, I had been to 32 cons. Most of them have been at nice hotels. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like Acon, uh, Anime Fest. Anime North Texas, San Japan, Anime Matsuri, the big Texas cons. Um, but and yeah, so th those have that's been a little bit of my con experience there. Jeez, you need to get a map or something and start writing. Oh, I've been to this one, and this one, <laughs> this one. <laughs> Going all around town, aren't you? And there's a lot in, I mean, Texas is huge anyway. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot going on here, but just listening to all the other big ones that are in different states even like it's just crazy how big it's gotten because I've I've known cons for a long time I've known that they were there I've been invited to cons a long time but I just I was not interested but now I'm really really interested and I'm really just happy to hear everyone's experience is different but similar if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, in yeah. Texas, you have the whole like little square of uh, like Austin, Houston, San Antonio and Dallas. I guess that's more like a, a weird triangle. Parallel <laughs> I don't know. And uh, like that whole little circuit right there just has really good cons. So people mm -hmm. just kind of road trip it up and just go to all these cons. Right. To be young. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're trying damn it uh so 
Uh, Lisa, what's your favorite thing about cons? The family aspect. Um, you walk into the door and it doesn't feel like you're an outcast. You know, it feels like you belong. Right. And, you know, I really like that, that every con that I've ever gone to, I've had that experience, except for like, you know, obviously my first one where it was a little, you know, overwhelming and mm-hmm. just getting into that con scene. What about you, Gabby? What What's your favorite thing about conventions? Um, It feels like a mini vacation outside of normal life. So kind of like you can pretend to be like a character or someone else taking a vacation from who you really are. Like like for a weekend, I'm not Gabby. I am Chun-Li or I am Chi from Chobbits. And I I feel like I'm a different character taking on like a different type of personality even. Because when you become your character, you can really become your character. And that whole weekend, (laughs) you'll be acting like your character and like getting to know other people as your character. And uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes I don't even know the name of the people that I'm like making friends with. I just call them whatever their character name is. All <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hear that a lot, too. Like, hey, yeah. I mean, you know, you have no idea what their name is, but you saw them from across you know the room and you know yeah. who they are playing. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Keisha, what's your, what's your favorite thing about conventions? Um, I'd have to say catching up with friends because um, when you start to get into the uh, the con scene or whatever there are people uh, that you just see you know once a year at that convention so when you go you could be like oh hey hey what's up why not so it kind of feels like a little family uh, reunion of sorts and Aww. then like also I <laughs> I really like the room parties <laughs> that happen like, oh, oh my God. Yes. so many happen and like oh the thing is I'm not really a party person but there's something about uh, the environment uh, where I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to dive in, you know, do all the stuff that I don't normally do. Uh, nothing bad or anything like that. But, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Watching you. No, but yeah, that's um, like, I just really, really love catching up with old friends and basically that's trading. Awesome. Um, like, you know, what has happened through the years, what's changed and all that. Yeah. Nice. On specific friends. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I have a rave fam. So most of them are my actual family. But yeah, you know, same, yeah. same diff. And I don't yeah. see them very often. But when I do get to see them, it's, it's always a blast. It's always fun. It's always good catching up with people that you don't get to see on a daily basis. Uh, now here's a good one. What's your least favorite thing about cons, Lisa? What what's what me, sucks? I think I'd have to say that it's the people who don't understand that cosplay does not equal consent. The ones that you know, oh, in your cosplay, and they're like, oh, you must be like my best friend now. Oh, and yeah, it's not it's not fun. That doesn't sound oh, like fun. Boy, mm-hmm. yeah. What about you, Gabby? What What's your least favorite thing about fest or uh, festivals, cons? <laughs> yeah. I'm on a um, fest kick. <laughs> uh, I would say the lines, the cost sometimes is really expensive and the parking situation can be pretty bad. But I would think oh. the top thing would be the lines. Like the mm. long, long, long lines. Line con, line con <laughs> for sure. Con. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I heard Ohio con was like that one year where it was like super impossible to get into or something was going on where it was like at capacity and people were waiting outside for a while. And you know, that's that's in January. Oh yeah. In Ohio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Imagine that. Oh, yeah. Oh, she knows all about it. So what's your least favorite thing? Yeah, to touch up on the Ohio thing. Yeah, uh, there have been times I went to Ohio Con where it's like five feet of snow outside. And you see these cosplayers running across the street in like, let's say, some sort of like scantily clad um, cosplay. I'm just like, where's your coat? Oh, my God, you're going to freeze. Like, what the heck? So, (laughs) but yeah, um, I would say my least favorite thing is I really hate how cosplay has changed through the years. And what I mean is, uh, what I mean is like back in the day, um, it was all about having fun and dressing as your favorite character. Nowadays, it's about gatekeeping and uh, those those clicks, you know. And, you know, as a Black woman and a plus-size cosplayer, it's very, very, very hard to want to uh, participate sometimes because it's just like, you know, they'll make fun of you online and, you know, in your face behind your back at a con, uh, which is just like, oh, great, thanks. And I feel crappy about myself. Uh. And um, then the, uh, the top thing is whenever you do cosplay a character, they will say, oh, you're the Black Sailor Jupiter or, oh, you're the Black Sailor Moon or, you know, whatever. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of like, you know, no, I'm the character, you know, uh, just because I'm a st- uh, different skin color doesn't mean I can't portray that character. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I know that our episode, just the two of us, me and Keisha are going to do is about like breaking those barriers, breaking those stereotypes, the clickiness, the gatekeeping, all of that stuff that just look, if y'all want to do it in your free time and in your own personal life, that's fine. But when you come together in a group to celebrate anime, cosplay, wearing art, being part of this wonderful community just check that at the door because when i do my con there's no place for that because cosplays for everyone you can cosplay whoever you want because that's the beauty of it right mm-hmm. mm, she said <laughs> and <clears throat> i have a question that would uh i would like to skip because a lot of people think that it's like I don't know. It's kind of an unnecessary question and maybe we can talk about it in private, but I'd like the listeners to, um, to answer it. Um, what would absolutely ruin a con? So listeners out there, just let me know what would absolutely ruin a con for you. I want to know last get to know you question, Lisa, what's your most memorable con experience? My most memorable con experience was actually my last Acon I went to. Oh yeah. Specific memory for this one. I was actually dressed as Bruno from Encanto and a little girl and her mom came up to me. The little girl couldn't have been more than like three years old. And she came running up and to her. I was Bruno. And Uh. she was the happiest little girl. Like she came and hugged me. It was like, Bruno, I'm so happy to see you. And I let her hold my rat. We got pictures together. And it was really cute. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. It was such a fun experience. And that's why I cosplay, you know, just to become the character. Yeah. You were so good at it, too. Thank it was you. so great. It was so great. She even LARPed I as did. Bruno. It was Bruno. fantastic. Bruno LARPing. Um, <laughs> so, Gabby, <laughs> what is your most memorable uh, con experience? Um, I have two that are really, really like memorable con experiences and I, I okay. can't really decide which one is better than the other, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think one was my second Acon that I went to. I think it was like Acon 20 and that was Acon 2009 late night. 
a lot of stuff happens and uh the con floor kind of settles down and everything so me and some friends we were exploring the sheraton hotel and we somehow stumbled into an area where um it was i think it was like a staff only area and we went in there and then we ended up in another area that was like a um suite or um what, what do they call them those those very very top uh hotel rooms uh those what do they call them oh executive suites yeah like one of those big old oh, like a penthouse suite yes a penthouse that's it we oh, girl. stumbled into a penthouse suite that was under construction and it looked so creepy it looked post-apocalyptic <laughs> and because like everything was like covered in like sawdust and there was like an oh. escalator up there that was like not in service and and so we just went all over there and we found uh, a broken window or yeah and we went out the window and we were at the very 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 top of the Sheraton building what? Oh, wow yes okay we first of all outside and calm down <laughs> so outside of the Sheraton building right at the top of the skyscraper looking down at all of Dallas that was pretty cool so that's probably what tops it but my other really fun experience is also a late night at a con type of thing we had i went to this wild room party where they were doing like this anime drinking game and so keisha i know what you mean about like (laughs) anime parties they're fun oh yeah definitely (laughs) yeah they can be i'm missing out i gotta (laughs) i gotta get one going oh man you guys just have all the fun i have none of the fun (laughs) don't worry you'll get there you'll get there i'm gonna i'm gonna have so much fun so what this episode is uh the the last half of the episode is going to be about is just the con itself pros cons everything in between so uh like i said before and a multitude of my episodes i'm sure by now is i've only been to one anime convention that was akon uh not to be confused with the problematic rapper but <laughs> i i went there not knowing what to expect Okay, I didn't look up anything really. I saw the website. I looked up who was going to be there, but I really wasn't watching anime again at the time. And uh, it was very overwhelming for me at first as a first time con goer, because not only did you have that, but that was the first convention that they had hosted since COVID had destroyed everyone's lives for a short time. New venue, new under new management you name it it whatever happened happened and i'm not gonna let that sour my wanting to go to cons and experience other things so i'm curious to know i'm gonna start with gabby here um pros cons and everything in between when it comes to conventions what do you think of in terms of like Do you have some sort of a plan in place where you know where you're gonna go or is it just like I'm just going to go in there and wing it and see what happens. Um, well, I'm uh, I'm one of those type of people that is like very strategic. So I do look at the venue and I want to make sure that there's like plenty of parking. <laughs> so I don't think okay. it's an issue. Uh, but like uh, for, for like where Akon was, the last one, um, I was a little bit deterred by it because I know that the parking garage there gets full really fast. So that was kind of, you know, something that I thought about. So I'm like, I don't really want to drive over there. I mean, there's a train nearby, but 
uh, I guess logistics is a big thing for me. Um, but then like actually getting into the con itself, um, I just, I, I like to see that there's other things going on, like different panels and different rooms. Cause like, if we're going to end up somewhere where there's going to be lines, I want to make sure that there's alternative things to do. If, you know, there's like a room that's full and there's like a waiting list or a waiting line to get in there then I'm like, well, I need to find something else to do because I'm obviously not going to get into this panel because it's full. (laughs) So I like to make sure, like I look at schedules and I'm like, well, if this gets full, then my alternate thing to do will be this, this, or this. So uh, yeah, I like to. And that's, that's a good, uh, I, I feel like with me, I did not schedule the day. I just kind of was like, I'm going to wing it and see what happens. And quite frankly, if you're going there, you just decide to do it the way I did. Be pleasantly surprised that there is so much more going on than you anticipated. Because even for, I'm assuming this was a large convention. It seemed pretty large to me. Oh yeah, um, it was. It was very sardiney in there, if you will. So we were very like shoulder to shoulder in a lot of spots. And it made me feel like if I had some sort of direction, it wouldn't have been so overwhelming. But Keisha, I'm curious to know, as far as like pros go for you, is there uh, something that you always look forward to? Or is there something that you always gravitate towards when it comes to cons? Like there's something that you really want to see or someone you really want to meet. And that's what makes you decide to go to a specific con or. Yeah. Um, I might know the last Ohio con I went to, I mainly went there because my, my favorite voice actor, Steve Bloom. Ooh. Um, yeah, he was there. So I was just like, I got to get his autograph. And then I had him sign my cowboy beep up uh, VHS. So I was, you know, very excited, nice. but um, something that really um, solidifies if I'm going to go or not is uh the arcade room because yeah uh, yeah since i get them like okay uh do they have any rhythm games and you know uh, there are some cons that you know uh, their selection is pretty whatever but then there's some cons that it's just like holy crap like some of these games i don't even know about because you know uh they're in japan and whatnot let's see for for dragon con there was like a two-story uh, set up or whatever so you could go on one level then the next level I was just like holy crap I didn't know that he gets uh this big you know that's a lot yeah oh yeah oh yeah so we're we're taking a trip to Dragon Con yes is that what I heard we're going to Dragon Con <laughs> the con well, for dragons for <laughs> I'll go I'm totally down <laughs> yeah and then I know that I really enjoyed watching people see each other like in the cosplay that they're in and just pointing and going, oh, that's such a good cosplay because I was literally doing it all weekend, all weekend long. But as far as pros and cons go, I want to ask you, Lisa, uh, pros for cons, do you feel like it's imperative that you pack a bag? Yes, absolutely. Especially okay. if you're going to cosplay you need to bring at least the essentials. Like for me, in my cosplay bag, I always have a hot glue gun, a small sewing kit, and some, you know, a water bottle, something to drink. Because, you know, a lot of cons, you know, sometimes water's not easily accessible. 
and it's very important to hydrate throughout the day. So that's, you know, that's a pro, definitely a thing you want to bring. Okay. Okay. And I know that um, with this podcast specifically, I am going to get like a list of things that you might want to bring, you know, okay, this is things that you might probably want to bring to the con just so that you have it. And some, most now they have some sort of locker system or people travel. Yeah, Yeah, rent a locker or people travel and they have hotel rooms and you always want to have something that's like, okay, I know that I'm going to need these things for sure. Your to-go kit or whatever you want to call it. So I do want to get a list out there of like things you should probably have with you. But now I want to talk about cons because this is just a general thing. We'll get more specific into these things in later episodes because, you know, we need more episodes, right? So as far as cons go, uh, Gabby, do you feel like cons fall short when it comes to um, ADA and accessibility? Um, well, as someone who has never really needed like accessibility, I've never really noticed. Um, I think maybe someone that, uh, has needed more accessibility type things would probably notice more. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't feel like I can really speak to that. Okay. So how do you feel about it, Lisa? Well, I'm, I kind of agree with Gabby in a way that, you know, not being a disabled person myself, I can't really answer that comfortably, but I have noticed some cons do have, you know, elevators available, which is a good thing, you know, which, you know, helps out a lot. But yeah, um, as far as like, you know, speaking from someone who's disabled, I wouldn't be able to, you know, give you much information there. Okay. And then Keisha, what about you? Well, um, <laughs> wow. Okay. So basically... I am disabled, like I have a chronic illness and, you know, bad back, back joints or whatever. And I would say it's not really, I I was not really accessible friendly because, well, one, you have to walk like a ton to get to, um, you know, point A, point B and whatnot. And then also uh, when it comes to um, escalators or um, elevators and whatnot, it can be pretty hard to get into there because like, uh, say you have a wheelchair, and it's like packed with like 20 people you can't get there so you have to wait longer to get to the thing that you want to go to and then also uh something that I really wish they had was like uh kind of those uh shopping cart scooters so that you can get a um you know uh, you could get around more easily Mm -hmm. so yeah so like (laughs) I really um, I really wish and really hope that you know in the future they will uh, be more accommodating basically Okay. And I was, the reason why I asked that specific question and not other questions is because for the majority of us that are not disabled, we as not, as not disabled, as able-bodied people should still be able to see enough space where a wheelchair would be able to fit in an aisleway. Now I will say this, I know that I've only been to one con. I've said I've said it a million times, but the aisles that were in the dealer's room and Artist Alley were so small that if a fire broke out in the building, I can't imagine any everybody getting out. Is it it was so cramped and <clears throat> I feel like 
as much as anime has grown and it has evolved into this like mecca of what it is now versus what it was when we were younger children, anime conventions are really dropping the ball when it comes to ADA and accessibility. Um, Totally. I, I have noticed it and I want to prevent that from happening when it comes to me potentially, hopefully in the future, starting my con, but another con about the con that I would like to talk about is staffing. So I know that with cons, or at least I just learned this not that long ago, because a friend of mine, uh, his, his teenage son volunteered for a con to work it. Um, but I didn't realize that there was a lot of volunteers. So uh, do you think that having too many volunteers versus staff is a con? Or do you think that they do a good job of balancing out staff versus volunteers? Uh, what do you think, Gabby? I think that there's probably more volunteers than actual staff. Um, Mm -hmm. I've kind of been a volunteer myself uh, at Maid Cafe at Anime North Texas. So um, we had, I I think only like one or two people actually ran the thing and were getting some sort of compensation and everybody else. I mean, you got like 12, 15 maids. We're all volunteers. So the only person kind of getting an income from that is like one or two people Um, So I would think every department is kind of like that. So for every department that you have that somebody's getting some sort of compensation for, you have like a handful or more of volunteers that are helping with that. And, you know, volunteers, they a lot of them really like doing it. They like volunteering. It's something that they're passionate about and they like doing it. They like supporting the community and, uh, you know, they like getting a free badge from it, too. So that's cool. um, I I don't think too many volunteers is a bad thing. Okay. And what about you, Keisha? How do you feel about that? Okay. So while, um, uh, so I agree, you know, not, uh, not having too many volunteers is a bad thing. What is bad is uh, when it comes to the volunteers, I've noticed a lot of them don't really know what's going on because sometimes the staff mm-hmm. will not be, you know, transparent with everything. So, you know, they okay. have to um, like, you know, call someone like, Hey, you know, uh, what I do in this case, in that case, whatever. And it's just like, I feel like um, if they had more staff or like more staff in different departments, things will, um, you know, run a bit smoother. And then because in that way, if they have to, you know, do something uh, that they don't know, you know, the volunteers, I've noticed that they can get cranky because, you know, uh, somebody's asking them the same question over and over and over again. So yeah. we're having more staff, we're kind of, you know, lessen those things and you know people have a good time like all around yeah i i would definitely agree with what you said too and lisa how do you feel volunteers yeah i think everyone else pretty much summed it up um you know you can never have too many volunteers when it comes to a con i mean it's all hands on deck when you know everything comes down to it yeah yeah and i i agree with that i agree with uh everything that everyone said I have never been to an event where there has been volunteers except for cons. So that is the first time that I've ever seen that. Um, But I appreciate it. Uh, I feel like it's a pro and it's a pro for um, not only the con itself, just to have more staff to clean up or whatever, but also like 
to help the 17-year-old or 18-year-old that volunteered to get some experience under their belt, you know, just volunteering for the community con that came up or, you know, getting work experience and still having fun and looking at my cat, hanging out with everybody. (laughs) I know he's such a goober. (laughs) He's the emotional support cat. He's got a super loud purr. So you might hear it. Who knows? He might rub his face on the microphone, actually. He's trying to climb into my lap with all like 40 pounds of him. Yeah, he's a big boy. And then uh, one more pro, I guess, is um, I wanted to talk about food options at cons. I know that Mm -hmm. some cons or some locations, they really limit what they can have. For instance, um, I was talking to a venue operator that said that everything had to be done in-house. There was no food trucks. There was no root beer stand. There was no nothing. You couldn't bring in any outside food. No outside food. Yeah. So that's horrible. Right. So I'm wondering food options for cons. Is it in the pro category to have more options or is it in the pro category to have more vendors. For instance, I'm going to have vendors, but they're all going to have chicken, like chicken strips. Mm-hmm. So which, which <laughs> do you think? Which do you think, Gabby? I, I want to, well, actually, let's, let's go to Keisha since she's laughing. <laughs> what do you <laughs> think? So uh, there's been a couple cons that I've been to that's, oh, you know, this is great. And then some like, oh my God. So um, I know for Ohio con, they usually have a food court. And yeah. uh, uh, they have a bunch of different options, which is, you know, really good because, you know, there's people with certain dietary restrictions and whatnot. And then also, so since a lot of the restaurants that they have there are kind of like, you know, Subway, McDonald's, Taco Bell, whatever, it's more, you know, budget friendly because a lot of people, you know, they kind of come to the con broke because you spend it on the hotel, you know, cosmos, whatever. But, but then also, there have been cons where, say, they have some sort of vendor or whatever. And, you know, that's nice and all, but most of the time when it's a vendor, it can cost a lot. Like, I remember seeing a chicken strip and french fry meal for, like, $15. Yes. And I'm just like, holy Absolutely. crap. And it's like, so um, what I would do is, I would, like, I would kind of sneak in snacks and eat them in the bathroom so they don't see me. Because I'm like, there's no way I'm paying that. Like, seriously. Come get her. Like, come on. Con police, come get her. She'd be sneaking in snacks. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, holy crap, I can I cannot do that. Like, I'm like, sorry, not sorry. Like, I, you know. I bet I you eat. sneak them into the movies, too. Helen. <laughs> oh. Um, so, Gabby, how do you feel about um, the, because f- honestly, food trucks, They've come such a long way. It's not just like cheeseburger, fries, whatever. Get a hot dog, grilled cheese. It's it's gourmet food now. But that and you're waiting in line or a vendor where they have multiple registers where you could just get the same stuff. So what do you what do you think about that? Um, I do like food trucks. I've like I've been to the two types of cons like Acon and A-Fest used to have a uh I think AFES, the, their current menu still has um, an accessible 
food court that's right over uh, across the street. And then I've been to other cons where they have food trucks. And like I, I mentioned before that I've volunteered at a maid cafe, our maid cafe actually provided food. So oh, we were, okay. We actually were serving ramen and boba tea and just some mm. quick food like that. Um, so that was like another option that I thought other people also had if they didn't want to go to the food trucks or didn't want to lose their parking spot to drive to Denny's or something like that. Then okay. they could also come to the maid cafe where they could have some ramen and some uh, pastries or boba tea or something like that. And I thought that was actually a really good added option that the con had um, because we had a lot of repeat customers and they were like, oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So and I've seen I've seen a few uh, maid cafes that are providing food, but uh, I guess it also depends on what the venue is, because I've also seen maid cafes that they're not allowed to serve anything except like the food from the hotel. So right. I guess it really depends on the venue, like you were saying. Um, but yeah, I, I would prefer having options for food. So food trucks, made cafe food, <laughs> or <laughs> stuff like that. Um, or being able to get to like a subway or something nearby um, over paying expense for expensive food. Because a lot of people feel that once you get into the con, you're kind of stuck there because you don't want to lose your parking spot. And you just kind of have to be there all day. And right. yeah, I, I mean, that's how I am. I don't want to lose my parking spot when I go in there. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to have to find something to eat here. And I'm hoping it's not too expensive. Okay. And all a right. A lot of choices is good. <laughs> right. And then, of course, you know, Lisa. Well, kind of touching on what Gabby said about, you know, not wanting to lose your parking and, uh, <laughs> you know, trying to stay within the venue. I prefer having like the venues this is just personal preference close to like small restaurants in the area so you can walk mm-hmm. that's always nice to have like so that you have options and you're not forced to pay $15 for a burger at the con yeah it's yeah. always nice to have those options available I love something long di- like long distance for I feel like you're planning your whole day around this so I know that food the cost of food is outrageous but I know that there's one food truck and I love this guy. Grilled cheese, $1. That's it. You oh. don't get anything else. <laughs> nothing fancy. I don't give out change. So if you give me $5, you're getting a grilled cheese for $5. Like cups of or No, it's just the grilled cheese truck. But you know what? That guy makes a lot of money because there's no frills. It's cheap. It's readily available right here. Bread, cheese, done. I mean, and who doesn't like grilled cheese? Simple as hell, you know. And I, um, I really love picking brains of people who have done things more than me, so I can learn from your guys's experience. And I know this was just the tip of the old iceberg because I think I'm gonna have an episode with each one of you guys individually here. Um, but I would really sincerely like to thank each and every one of you for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed just chatting it up and you guys getting to know each other a little bit. It's been really, really fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Enjoyed it. And um, 
one more time for those who would like to reintroduce themselves, give a little, you know, whatever your gamer tag is, wherever you want to be followed at. Uh, Lisa, I'll start with you. Well, I'm Lisa, also known as PsychoFizz on Twitch. I stream over there. So if you want to throw me a follow, I play Dance Dance Revolution and variety games. Yeah. And Gabby? Uh, I'm Gabby, and I'm known as Gabby Nya, and I'm on YouTube as Gabby Nya. I've actually, I have a couple of vlogs of uh, some of the conventions and festivals that I've gone to, so uh, a little bit of my experiences can be found on there as well. So that's Gabby Nya with a G-A-B-Y-N-Y-A. Nice. And then Keisha? My name is Keisha, and my social media handles so it's usually misha chan uh, but that's spelled with a y so m-y-s-h-a-c-h-a-n and that's like oh. on instagram facebook all that all that jazz all of that jazz and you know where to find me you're already listening come on now but you know you can find me on instagram at yujo cast official because it's officially me i will see you guys on the next one. Bye.